Check, check, check. It's your boy DJ Sponsored Adana. Of course, it's your boy with another episode of It's Facts Podcast. Of course, I'm with my homie, my twin, yo. Yo, I miss gang, you. Gang, gang. I miss you. Miss Commissioner Jare Hodge. I'm giving all the whole government out. You know what I'm saying? Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. You know, I can't. You're too kind. I'm too kind. Okay, I need to start yeah. being mean then. Hold on a second. But uh <laughs> I'm so happy that, that you're on the pod, man. It's been forever. It's been forever. Let me make sure my pod is showing up on my phone. Hold on a second. Uh yeah, we it live. Takes me back to the Lafayette days. Yo, how far we go back, Cam? Tell people. Man, too fucking long, man. Let's see. We started in what, two thousand seven? No, cause Shit. Cause I can't. I, I was at. I was I at life. A year before. Yeah, you. You, you. were a year before me. God, yeah. two thousand eight. Nigga, that's twelve years. <laughs> Shit. That's just how it is. That's just how I'm. Ter- a third of our life. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we we go so far back. Like, um, I'll be real with you. When when I first got to life, I didn't have that many friends. And even even during my time, I didn't have that. Even when I played football, I had some teammates. You know what I mean? I had teammates. That's crazy. But I didn't have that many friends I was real close with. And Cam, you was one of the people who really helped um, make my experience at Loft something worth worth stand, uh, being standing. You know, I just say standing because it was like frustrating. I almost transferred like five times. I, I, Same. I, I'll, I'll tell Same. you this. I remember I was walked into the ac- athletics academics like uh you know they they have the ac- academics for the athletics office and stuff like that. I bro I, I walked in there and was bust out crying one time with Miss Donna bro. I was like yo oh, I, no. I I can't I can't do it here and she's like oh my god Carl you're so good you're doing so well bro. Oh, That's man. so crazy. I, I almost left because I just you know I just had a really tough time dating men mm-hmm. at Lafayette. Mm-hmm. We're from Charles to Shay to uh, I didn't th- I didn't think you were gonna drop names. I I too. Oh, I'm always dropping names. <laughs> I'm like the coffee in these streets, except you know, I'm fearless. It's my truth. I can drop uh, names. Right, you I seen it in everybody. I hit this shit on Listen. my on my pod though. I might need to bleep, bleep these names out. They want to hey, bro. If if if, if if the person, one of the person's names that you didn't mention comes at me, we don't, we don't finally got over it. He doesn't mention on my, oh, what's up, bro? I might need to cut his name out. But here's the thing, though, and and it's not, you know, that was twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all children compared to what we are now. Like, we didn't know what the fuck we was doing. We didn't know what the fuck we wanted. We just was doing shit, trying to figure it out as we went. And so, even though I dropped names, it's like it's not, it's not in a shady way. I just you know, I was at an age where I thought I knew everything and I knew what I loved and I knew who I loved and I knew what I wanted. But, no, it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't it. It wasn't all. it. Look I, at me now. Look, you, My you, life back then is <laughs> in direct contrast. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, <laughs> I, I, I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you. I, I, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you that you've done so much different things. You grew, you glowed up. Don't, come, take it for the camera. Sip the wine, please. Sip, sip the wine, please. Look, look at <laughs> Oh, God. Cam. Classy, when you're drinking wine, you got to oh swirl it about, right? You got to swirl okay. it about so that you can aerate the wine. Okay. Look, I don't have a, um, a Educate them. Educate them. You got to 
inhale the wine because you're supposed to be an experience. It's Facts. like eating chocolate, right? You want to <laughs> smell it. Mm, you want to let it breathe. Okay. And then you don't want to you don't want to drink it like it's damn water. I you know, mean, you don't want to inhale. I be trying to get drunk. A little... I be trying to get drunk. I... <laughs> <laughs> Can't take me to nowhere. God damn it. <laughs> yo, I'll be, be down here. Wind down Wednesday down here on the, on these streets, Orlando streets. Yo, mm. get, let me get that sangria. Let me get uh, another sangria. <laughs> you got to get You got to get enough to like. For it to sit on different air tongues, but it will taste different. Okay. It's like sex. Like having a drink of wine is like having sex. You want to you want to savor it. You want to get to know it. And you want to explore it. And then once you figure it out, shit. Cam. Yeah, I'll touch it back. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, of course, this is my homie. I'm not an award-winning poet for nothing. I mean, look, all these <laughs> all these adjectives and adverbs and all this verbiage, mm-hmm. her, her verbose vocabulary, you know what I'm saying? Is <laughs> It's all rhetoric. It's all rhetoric. Yeah, you know I mean. It ain't nothing rhetoric. <laughs> This is why I, uh, me and you, uh, we need to hang out like old times. But of course, this is Cam. This is my homegirl from college. Like I said, there's very few people I was like best friends with in school. She's one of them. Then my boy Adam is one of them. Uh, of course, uh, D. Ro- uh, D. David Robinson is one of them. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But me and her, just we really became really tight friends. Really got to know each other on a different level where we, like, I felt I can come to you and have conversations about things that I was just feeling. That I couldn't have conversations with anybody else, even my roommates. I, shout out to my boy Tycoon as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I love Tycoon. Oh my god, yo. I had the biggest crush on him my freshman year. Oh what? But I, he was so much older, and I was like, son? Oh. My, my <laughs> son? yo, he is the most New York nigga. If there's ever New York niggas I've ever met, I've like, he, like literally every New York meme. I'm like, that's fucking Tycoon. Is that so, that is down to the Tims, to the Tim, jacket, Tycoon, <laughs> to the New York beanie. That's Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god by the way please reshare the uh, i've done tagged you on facebook so reshare the stream so we get oh, let me see. i mean so we get people out here checking us out we wilding in these streets oh Where man is that? let me see oh man you know I don't, know, I don't know how to use this technology oh, okay what okay you are millennial man i need you to get this shit together <laughs> listen I don't know how to use this technology does not do i start me. a watch party is that what no, i do you can, you can start a watch know. party yeah start a watch party Okay, there you go. If you start a watch party, they'll be co- they'll be commenting on it, and you can like read the comments right. to me because I can't see oh, the comments okay. coming to that. So if people are commenting on it, it, it we'll just reshare it from there. It's all good. Okay, all right, cool. you know, you got fans, Cam. Okay. You got fans. I, I'm just a nigga in the show. I do, I do. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I do. I'm just popping a little bit, a little, bit. <laughs> a little bit. I feel like I've grown so much. Um, at Lafayette, I was in everything. I was president of ABC, yep. president and founder of Step Team. I was in Nia. I was in everything. Had three, four jobs on campus. Like <laughs> I literally, I, was, I forgot you was working all the time, everywhere. At one point, I was like, "Why am I working at Phonathon? Why am I at the Career Center? Like, what am I doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> I had two different positions at the gym and now I'm just like like back then I wanted to do everything, experience everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like now I'm just like, let me just be low key. Uh, like I'll be in the cut like shit. 
Yeah, but look, but look, I think one thing I can tell you is that your your influence on campus really did do a lot of things for the black community on campus, especially because I can see people as let's be real. Uh the step team still going, fam. Like precision, like that's something out of your head that black people needed an outlet to. We had no we had no frats on campus, like no black okay. frats, no no black sororities. The step team was like literally the the first like HBCU like experience <laughs> mm-hmm. on that campus, period. And that thing is still going. Like mama, mama, mama of precision is written the house right here. This is crazy. Uh I I, I really wish I would have found a way for my like because you know I was like a vice president of uh PAC, which was like our little uh organization that we started, but I I didn't go all the way with the, the the organization was meant to get me to another organization. We know what we were talking about. And that didn't go all the way through. Um, but I'm I'm happy that your your influence is all over campus, yo. It's it's insane. Like how little things how 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 tiny you sometimes feel sometimes on especially that campus was tiny, but it meant it, it was like um it was barely bigger than my house. Yeah. But what you did meant a lot to the community there. So like Oh for sure. The fact the fact that Whatever you started is still going and has had an impact. And the fact that y'all were y'all was bringing in other fraternities and sororities to come step at a non a non Greek step competition, like it it was something that I, I we gotta give you credit for. I mean, look, you just be humble and shit. You know, you know. I've been humble for thirty years of my life. You know what I'm saying? To, and to your I feel like mama. that's that's something I want to talk about today. I want to talk about humility. And what that means and why that's such a thing that's pushed onto black people. You okay. gotta be humble. Don't forget where you came from. Bitch, I wanna forget where I came from. The hood <laughs> ain't do nothing for me. I feel you. Niggas uh, get shot. I got robbed down the street from where I live. Damn. My brother had if my brother hadn't walked around the corner when he did, I they literally I was knocked unconscious. Oh shit. Like I have the scar from when I get my I don't know which side. I think it's on this side, but you might you might be. Wait, wait, oh, it's like right, right up in right this there? area. Yeah. From when my glasses they 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 punch me and they cut my face uh, right there. But the hood ain't did nothing for me but make me sad and give me heartbreak. I almost got shot by the police because niggas was shooting on Fourth of July. Mm. A kid around my mother way, uh, where I lived when I was. Uh, at Lafayette, my I think 11th and 12th grade year, 11 year old kid got shot two buildings down from my mother. So, like, I have literally, there's not, I don't want to remember that place. Yeah. I don't want to remember that shit. I, where I am now, this is this is what I want to live. This look, is what I want to, I'm, look, I'm, I, look, I came. She done, she done, she moved on up. <laughs> she moved I'm, on I'm, up. Call me Jordan Weezy. I'm Jordan Weezy. I done moved up to the east side. I'm not in the south side no more. All right, all right. <laughs> look, look I, I'll be real with you. Like, let, since we're on that topic right now, of course, you just mentioned some things you've been through. We got to give a big RIP to, of course, some... Um, Civil rights legend pioneers, of course, if you don't know, mm-hmm. uh, former Congressman John Lewis died yeah. uh, recently. He had been fighting cancer for a while. For a while. And then there, there was, there's also another another civil rights icon that passed uh, that I was not uh, as up on. I don't know if you can find his name, but um, let me see if I can find it on CNN real quick. Because I, I want to give this man, these men their flowers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was a former congressman too. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, I uh, one thing I, I want things to say is definitely for us to keep in mind, like, the civil rights movement didn't didn't end with them. It's still going on right now. What we're doing in this time period is civil rights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I want everybody to know is that whenever black people fight for civil rights, a lot of people benefit from what we've done. So just because it's just just because affirmative action was in action enacted by black people doesn't mean other people did not benefit from affirmative action. You know what I'm saying? Asian Absolutely. people benefited from, from affirmative action. Native Americans. Well, let me let me let me let me stop you there. <laughs> let, let me get the name. The other name. The other name. The other name. Okay. Yeah. Corey Tindall uh, Vivian, Re- Re- Reverend Corey Tindall Vivian was also another mm. civil rights activist and former uh, politician, black politician that just recently died. So R.I.P. to those two mm. men. Uh, their their fight goes on, and thank you for what they've done for us. Uh, Via their, service, via, their, via their sacrifice. So now, yeah. go ahead, Cam, you know. Go, do, go. So affirmative action was not made for black people. Let's, let's just be clear on that. <laughs> affirmative action was made for white women. Okay. That's what affirmative action was made for. Um, and the reason I know that is because a very dear professor of mine who goes by the name of Dr. Yaba Black. Oh, oh. Miss um, Fonawata. <laughs> Miss Miss Yama Blade, my professor as well, who also be killing people on CNN. Oh, yeah. oh Lord, I love that woman. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Miss oh. Blake. Miss Blake can get it. Yeah. Um, affirmative action was not created for black people. In fact, a lot of the things, a lot of the social safety nets that we have were not created for black people. Affirmative action, welfare, all of that was created for white women. So let's be clear about that. It, not just it white took, women, but, but let's say poor whites in general. Okay. Well, I would say I would say welfare was created for white women once one of the I can't remember which yeah. of the world wars it was, but uh, uh, two was one. When it they, was, I think it was two was when they actually had the big effort for them to work in the uh, the factories. Well, one or two. So they had. That's why it came came out coming out of that. There's a lot of poor poor widowed mm-hmm. white women who needed yep. some safety nets. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I think it's really important to make sure that like a lot of black people think that because of affirmative action exists that black people should take uh, more uh, <laughs> of those benefits, I'll say. I, I feel um, like it's like it's almost impressed upon us too. I think Yeah. I think uh especially the way the way society yeah. views it. Oh, you're affirmative action high, you're affirmative action, nah. I, I played football. They they wanted me to play football. Whoop de doo. Most of us make it to those colleges outside the the academic, especially Lafayette. There was a very strict academic regimen that you had to make it to. That posse helped. Oh, there's black people who fit this academic le- ledger. They can fit. And that's another thing about that's another thing that about uh, it's just Lafayette took posse and turned it into something that it wasn't. Mm. Posse was not a minority scholarship. Posse was not well. Yes, it, well. It was inner city, yeah. The it was it was more inner city than minority. minority. Yeah, it wasn't a diversity scholarship. It wasn't an academic scholarship. Posse was a leadership scholarship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of people that were not in Posse did not know that. So a lot of conversations that were had, oh, you here because you're black, so you must be Posse or you must be athlete. And it's like, no, 
I academically, I academically I'm got, here. I qualify. I'm actually here because I'm one of the top 10 in my school, in addition to all of the leadership positions that I've held in my school. Let me, let me, That's let me, why I'm here. Let me drop that jewel for you. She I'm here because they, I'm, I'm, if we're keeping it a buck, I'm only here because they're paying me to be here. Facts. Uh, she was one part of that talented 10th, uh, WBB. <laughs> What's up, talented 10th? I'm only here because y'all paying me to be here. Because I definitely would have been all up in George Mason, mm -hmm. getting my DST mm -hmm. on, okay? I would have, you know, you know, you know. Shout out to Delta Sigma Theta. All of my mentors have been a fantastic result of the residual uh, commitment that you guys have on the community. So, y'all the baddest bitches, okay? Throwing that out there. Shout out to Beta Alpha Delta Sigma Theta family campus. Some of y'all are the literally the baddest oh guy. shout out to other uh divine eyes to y'all popping facts let's, let's make sure everybody gets a love <laughs> everybody getting you know oh, shout yeah. out but an extra little sprinkle oh, yeah. on the top for dsc y'all know what it is <laughs> but yeah. uh of yeah. course of course uh yeah so uh, with all that in mind we just want to make sure people understand the civil rights movement is still ongoing and everybody benefits look white people they stopped beating black people in the street because we've been fighting for, for uh, for for this uh, and the police brutality. Guess what? Y'all still get stopped getting beat too. <laughs> Everybody stopped getting beat. You stopped getting beat. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> they changed police policies. Guess what? Y'all benefit. Okay. Speaking of police policies, what are your thoughts on defunding the police? Um, first off, I just think we need some better verbiage. Mm -hmm. personally i think that's a, that's the main thing that's i understand the rally cry it's really it's it's, it's, it's uh, it makes it's, it's so sumptuous but we need to i think what we people uh, what black people need to do in general is be be more mindful of how we're wording ourselves so when you say defund the police that, that automatically goes to a very extreme level which they're going to use against us that's what i feel that's what happens a lot like I already saw a Trump ad about it. Yeah, no. I already saw a Trump it's go, ad. It's about going it. crazy. But we need to say we want to uh, reallocate, like, reallocating money doesn't sound. Reallocate the money of the police. It's too long. But um, uh, want to diversify police funding. For them, okay. I, I believe in it. I believe in it that if you diversify police funding, let them focus on crime, crime. Like, let them focus mm -hmm. on murders, uh, robberies, assaults. You know what I'm saying? They don't need to worry about mental mental cases unless it's a violent mental case episode where somebody's stabbing somebody. You know what I'm saying? If it's a mm. if it's just a mental breakdown, if it's just uh something where somebody needs to be like when the kids got taken out of school, that shouldn't that's a that, that's a social worker situation. That's a that's some that's a that's a counselor situation. You don't need the police come in there and arrest the kid and pull the kid out of class. That's not that's not what they're meant to do. They're not like they're first responders, yes. But you don't send, like, for example, we send the, the ambulance. Their first response is when somebody's hurt. <laughs> the firefighters, their first response is when somebody's on, something's on fire. They're very targeted mm -hmm. things. I feel like we put police in this big umbrella. Everything else, fix it. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not fair. A, it's not fair to them. And B, it's not fair to the communities that are getting, uh, are having these issues in, involved with. So, I, I, I stand with defund the police. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think we need to make sure our messaging is on point so it can't be used against us. 
because that's exactly what's happening. They, they too, they people listen to that, and they. I saw this when I was at the march in uh, here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Of course, we were out there marching. The police were like, "Okay, we were like navigating the march." You know, they don't want nobody because, that, especially after Orlando, they had people on TV getting tear gas and shit. Like, oh, you gone. Can't let it happen again. So they like, okay, mm-hmm. bike. The bike police was riding around. They were like, okay, we, we we mapped out a marching plan, like like a real protest does. They map out a marching plan. You do the marching plan. The police are there, whatever. But mm-hmm. I could when we sat when we stood in front of city hall, I could see them when we were saying the lady was on the mic say defund the police. You can see like the eyes glaze over like oh, this shit again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But instead of explaining what we want to do, so they'll listen to actually engage in that conversation. When you just say it in a, a quick tagline, or you don't have the tagline on target, it's it, it, it people just like, psh. and then also you get assholes like Donald Trump taking that and using it against us, which makes no sense. I agree, and I want to shout out my boo, Chris Smith. Hey, what up, Chris? Um, I think when we're having a conversation about defunding the police, it, it's it's a very complex and nuanced conversation that exactly. we need to have. It's not as simple as take all the money from the police departments and give them give it to communities to cover. That's not we, we gotta be realistic here. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. a lot of the demands that we make have not been well thought out and they're reactionary instead of um, proactive. Facts. So we don't have these manifestos where people have where community leaders have actually sat down with uh leadership teams of uh you know mayors and something like that or even police chief. like they, you can't operate in a silo and then be like all right we demand all this uh and just throw it at them money. and, 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 and throw it like, at them wait hold on hold on just hold up for a second play you know what i'm saying i feel like defunding the police is a very broad very knee-jerk reaction I don't want to defund the police. Yeah, I think that maintaining, um, I think that maintaining the budgets that we have for police, reviewing the budgets that we have for mm-hmm. police, changing a lot of the systems that we have in place because we ask for cameras. Yeah, but what, what do cam? What, what are cameras doing? Well, <laughs> what, especially, what are they doing? Especially when they we can turn them off. Especially when they can turn them off. But they turn them on and off. Like, what, what, what are we doing with that? Yeah, they got dash cams in the car. I don't want to defund the police. I want one. I'm gonna tell you my little quick manifesto. So, five quick items. Okay. One, I want, I want an annual review of every police officer. Mm-hmm. Two, I want officers to be pre-screened for prejudice and biases. And mental All health. of us have prejudice and bias. And men- overall mental health as well as that. Three, uh, three is mental health. Okay, definitely mental health. Four is I need a more in-depth training. Social workers have a long time to, you know, you got to go, what do they got? Two years? Yeah, yeah. Two years of social work training? And not, not even just that, they got to have... And police officers? They, they, social workers have to have an advanced you gotta, degree. You got to understand. Exactly. You have to, they have to, and I'm, I only know this because my ex was, she's a, she's a social worker. Mm. And I had to help her write her papers. They have to know different, um, uh, not symptoms, but different traits for different mental 
illnesses and mental disorders. They got to know all of this shit. Yeah. And we expect JJ from uh, round the way to become a police officer. Straight off of eight weeks. And not know. <laughs> eight weeks. Like eight weeks. You can get a certificate in a master's degree program in eight weeks if you're paying the right amount of money. Like, what are you saying? Like, baby, no. <laughs> I would prefer a training for at least, I feel like it would make sense for me um, to have them work in a collective, like like a holistic training. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to know how to respond to mental health uh, calls. You need to know how to respond to domestic disputes. But, but the thing is... You need to know how to respond can. to a cat being stuck in a tree. You need to know... So, so my thing is this. My thing is this. I, I love what you're saying, but if we can just why why have them be all so broad? But if you can give people the other diversify them to, to be in that facility that that kind of response. Like I'm a mental so I'm a mental health professional that responds in the in from the precinct. You know what I'm saying? If they if they had these things in solar teams, that's fair too. That's you know what I'm saying? That's fair too. That's I, I just feel like. That the mo- that's the most responsible thing to do. Instead of giving, if I got to respond to sixteen different things and remember sixteen different ways to respond to something, that's an- here's the thing. But now I I got a counter argument for that. I'm a teacher. <laughs> Cam, I, I am a I'm a teacher. But Cam, I you- have to be a social worker. I have to be a parent. I have to take kids shitty asses to the goddamn nurse or the nurse to change it because I don't do that shit and I don't get paid enough. I gotta be people mentors. I gotta I gotta be people's parents and teach them that no means no and there's and that's that on that. Like mm-hmm. it's but I had to go to school to do that for two years. But but you, you get what, what I'm saying? I, I, get I what feel you're like saying. if you're choosing to put your life on the line for something, you need to that that level of responsibility requires equal to or more. Uh, training than I got, and and in some countries they do do have like two years, a year, and a probation period. Like some countries, di- police training is entirely different. We we think we have our, even our, like uh, what are those things like when you shadow like what what uh, internship oh, uh, apprenticeship. <laughs> I'm trying to make I'm trying yeah. to give you a better word for it. I'm trying to help you out. Shadow <laughs> internship apprenticeship. You like oh damn shadow. <laughs> Mentors of like, yeah, like have, I just feel like there's so many different ways. Like, and I'm just, obviously I'm just throwing stuff out of the blue air. Yeah. But like, I feel like there needs to be a bunch of people who are one within the the police scene. I went to a court yesterday and I saw all of these black sheriffs that I didn't even know existed. I never saw a black police officer my whole time living in Arlington, Virginia. You never saw a black police officer? (laughs) I've seen a lot of black police officers. Not in Virginia. In DC, I see him all the time, but not in Virginia. Like I have, I have a friend who works for the sheriff's office in Tallahassee. I have another one of my good friends is a, a police officer, TPD police officer in Tallahassee. So I, I've seen black police officers a lot of my life. It's just like the most important thing for them. I, we need more of them, and hey, we need. I want black people still become police officers. We still need you. Don't don't think, don't say that's oh, I, I concur. I agree. It's just when you're in that position, and if you see something wrong, speak up. And that, that that's, and it's not even hard. That's just hey, bro, you doing hey, man, you doing a little too much. You know what I mean? No matter if it's a white or black person, just everybody needs to hold everybody else accountable. 
Like, I feel like, I'll be real with you, as, as somebody who's in the music game and who uh, who takes part in hip-hop and who has done street shit when I was a young kid, and I'm, I'm, I've cleaned myself up pretty well now, guys. I'm, I'm no longer that street thug anymore, uh, even from the north side, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm <fat> all day, <laughs> Even though I was on the north side, we were still doing street shit, too. But... <clears throat> I just want I just want people I to. Did. I was a whole I was a whole heathen, honestly. <laughs> you, Cam, you grew up. You, you glowed up, Mama. I did. Listen, when I tell you my five finger discount at that um the Tiger Mart on <laughs> you was you, you was swi- Miss Miss Swiper keep swiping. Okay, Miss Swiper keep swiping. Right. And the trick was you got to swipe a few things, but you also got to go to the front and pay for a few things. Oh, so they never, oh see. Yeah. They never know. You but them. don't do that, kid. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Look, we we are not we are not condoning <laughs> that. You're supposed to learn from our experiences, and not do what we did. Mom, I remember my mom used to do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> not as I do. Not as I do. <laughs> but but what I was saying is pretty much like it being involved in these things. You got to be able to understand that it's a give and take. You got to be able to know like the stop snitching rule. To me, that's dumb. It's dumb as shit. Cause, cause especially cause when you get shot up, when your your shit gets stolen, your car get broken into, who you gonna call, fam? Let me tell you. Oh, oh. Okay. I, my the so dude who shot, shot my car up. I don't know who did it, but my car got shot. We got figured out. Why you call me in the first place? Let me tell you something. When I got robbed. They was about yay tall. One of them had a head cut. One of them had long, I, I assume they was dreads. They might have been twists. I don't know. They would. They had these clothes on. I Listen. Sound like a bird. <laughs> do I go around minding other people's business? No. Because yeah. <laughs> that's not my business. Unless it is like a domestic dispute. Like I had to step in a few times when I seen some people like fighting or, yeah. you know, that type of thing. But like, will I cooperate with the police? Absolutely. Do you know why? Because my ass was jumped and robbed. I had some good shit on me. Mm. I had a phone. I had the, the uh, iPod Touch that was back when the, before the iPhone came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Young, yeah, young before folks. the iPhone. Well, had, all you had was music. All you had was music. <laughs> and it pretty much was an iPhone because if you downloaded text light, you can use it to text people and call people. So it was pretty much the beta iPhone. But I, I'm, oh, I hate, I think stop snitching is the dumbest shit. Like, don't do shit if you don't want the consequences, and, period. And I was just saying that the stop snitching movement kind of needs to, like, go away. It, it, because, because honestly, if you're, like, I understand, like, if you're involved in that lifestyle, like, don't, if you're doing it, then you, then, that's how, that, I get it then. But if you're in the community and you're just seeing some shit go down, you're a civilian, fam. So, technically... The stop snitching doesn't apply to you. Second off, I think the the blue wall of silence needs to go too, because it's the mm, same thing mm-hmm. just opposing each other. If we can't get, if we can't clean up our own communities of the, it's gonna sound bad, but it's real. We got hold. If we Here want, if we want, if we want the the police to hold themselves accountable, we gotta hold our own communities accountable as well. If you don't want, if you if you're complaining about the dope boy in the corner fucking up the community, guess what? You gotta do something to get the dope boy off the corner, off the street. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If, if you think the dope, the, the drugs rolling in the community. Period, Pooh. 
Hi, boo. I love you and I miss you so much. That was Robert. That's my best look, friend. Look, she done shouting everybody out. Look, she's just famous out in these streets. But it, it, this the whole plan wasn't to talk all politics, but I just feel on this on this topic, you know, it's it's very important to have yeah. accountability across the board. If we can't if we asking for the police to have some accountability, us in our communities need to have some accountability as well. Because if we want to live oh, in a, sure. if we want to live sure. in a community that's safe and positive and allows people to go to school un, unharassed, we gotta do mm-hmm. the, thing, the the little things to hold people in our community accountable. I mean, we know we know it's hard to get a job, but guess what, black people? We need to do a better job of building our community to be able to give more people opportunities. So we don't have to sell these drugs. They don't got to sell the coochie on the corner. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm, I, see, I was with you until you said you don't got to sell the coochie. Listen, I'm all for it. Listen, if you want to sell your pussy boo, you want to sell your dick, do that, okay? It, that's your saying, body, that's your... Pro- look, what, what Bobby Brown said... <sighs> Whose prerogative was it? All, all I'm saying is I'm trying to keep people from doing <laughs> I'm trying to keep people from doing illegal shit. I'm trying to keep the ladies off the corner so they don't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? They escorting. I them. just I just feel like see this is this if, is the look, part of up. the show they that move, I talk about. Look, if they if they move to Nevada and they go to work in a brothel, that's cool with me. I'm trying to keep them off the out the out the clink clink. You here's know what I mean? Here's the thing. Though, the I just feel like there's such a we we also need to discuss this. And Chris and I had a conversation about this. A, a this is gonna be a, ho- a whole political podcast. This is an entertainment podcast, ma'am. Well, okay. And this, this is entertaining because it's 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 real shit. Like I feel like welcome to it's facts to political podcast. Pussies. People should be able to tell their ass if they want to, and they should not be penalized for selling something that is literally there. <sighs> it's my ass. Why I can't sell my ass? Cam, it's a, it's a it's I'm a, go to jail because I want to sell my ass. Look, it's a moral it's a moral law. I'm just, I, uh, look, look, I'm not, hey, look. Cam, Cam, I am not holding nobody accountable against they will. If they, in my mind, the law says this, you don't do that. But if, if, if the law says they can, then do it. That's all I'm saying. Look, I ain't never bought a piece of pussy in my life. I'm okay with that. If they want to sell it, that's them. I I mean, I, look, I've had friends who, who be on, on the, who be on the uh what's what's it called, the the website the website one what's it called? Oh 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 uh 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 oh on nope uh it's the the words are blue um OnlyFans oh, OnlyFans OnlyFans I know yeah. people who be selling they, they shit on OnlyFans. Guess what, boo? That's legal. Go ahead, do your thing. You know what I mean? And that's it's what what's crazy to me is that there has been I I personally my political alignment is more. In the, I'm, I'm more of a libertarian than anything. If I had to classify myself as anything, I don't believe that the government should be in my personal life. Like, why? Why? I, there's so much about our lives that the government has a hand in that it just really doesn't make any fucking sense. And I just don't understand why. Why do you have access to every fucking facet of my life? That doesn't make sense at all. And I feel like if I have an ass and I want to sell that ass, the government should have nothing to do with it. Not a single thing. It's my domain. Look, look, as she's saying this, she's not wearing pants right now. Let me just put that out. I'm really not. I'm really not. Do you know why? Because it's my goddamn house and I do what I want. I just thought it was funny. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was funny to say that shit. Shit. It's true. And it's just like, 
so many black people have have flocked to the Democratic Party, and I can I can understand why, right? You have the right, well, the the extreme right. They want to take everybody's privileges. They want everybody to be Christian. They want everybody to act like wasps. They want everybody to, uh, you know, think of themselves instead of the collective. I get it. They want to save their monies and they mm. want to, you know, they want their tax breaks. I get it. I get all of that shit. But at the same time, it should not come at the cost of the collective welfare of the people, right? Like, I'm all for drug testing people. That's, um, that's getting welfare. Yeah. However, if we're going to do that to the welfare recipients, I also well, require that for everybody. Everybody. anybody that works for the White House, anybody that works for Congress. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be just, oh, these people are getting the benefits, so we need to make sure that they're doing right. Oh, no, 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 baby. Oh, no, oh, baby. All of y'all motherfuckers need drug tests. Because I know a lot of them uh, people up in that uh, House, House of Representatives and that Senate, I know they snorting some coke. Okay, well, I know they smoking weed. Well, I know they getting their little penises sucked by <laughs> prostitutes that ain't in in Las Vegas as well. Look, I, I put it this okay? way: we're both from, talk about it. We're both we both grew up in cities where um, politics was ran heavy. So you you're from DC area. I'm from Tallahassee, which is the capital of Florida. Look, I had I have like that's why that's why I'm not I'm believer. I'm not against uh, prostitution. But I just see how mm-hmm. it is legally, how it represents. I just, I'm for everybody not going to jail for doing stuff that's legal. Anyway, I've had I have home girls that you know they they was they was doing they thug does it with some uh, senators and representatives that were from Florida. You know what I mean? People coming to politics. <laughs> it's it's tough. And, 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 and I'll be real with you. The funny thing is, I don't know. I know. Does DC have strip clubs? I mean, if you can call them strip clubs, sure. Tallahassee does not have strip clubs. Not one. What? Not not a strip club. Not a not a bikini bar. They have Hooters, or whatever, but that doesn't count. You know, I mean, like, like, Hooters. like we, we they tried, they tried, <laughs> they tried to have little exotic dance bars where the girls don't get naked, and they were popular for a little bit. But the girls don't get naked. But they they, they, they lock, when they lock that door, y'all ain't got and, no titty bars. That's nah. crazy. So none of that. So how do you think? You know what? So, how, so wait, wait. So how do you, so how do you think these 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 politicians and how these artists be having parties with the girls private parties they run out of the hotel room invite mm-hmm. some girls up Pri- mm-hmm. they pay for them you know what i mean that's how they that's how it gets around so it's all it drives everything underground so i understand it, it goes down in the city it, it definitely happens prostitutes we, we call it the tennessee street hoes be out there you know what i mean so we know we know we know it's we know it's alive and well so i'm just saying if it's, if, if, it, if it's made legal and it's made in a healthy way, I'm okay with it. I I just feel I just feel honestly, from morally, my moral compass. If it's not for me, it's not for me. If it's going down, it's going down. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna steer clear. You know what I mean? That's and that's and that's what I like. That's I like that mindset. Like if it's not for you, it's not for you, and that's fine. You don't like gay marriage? Don't get one. It's fine. Like nobody's you know. Force me to have one. You ain't gotta be there. But, Let it go. But, but you don't have to be there. <laughs> nobody, nobody asked you to be there. To be honest. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I like that you have that open, um, open mind. Like, I'm very, uh, I'm a very contrary. Person, honestly, I just 
people don't think that I, I'm very conservative in a lot of ways, but um, not like extreme conservative. Yeah. Like I'm not about to knock down a homeless shelter to build a condo. <laughs> I'm not that kind of. Yeah, yeah. you ain't about I'm not about that it. kind of conservative. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. you feel me? So, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that, and and I don't want to, I don't want to keep making the blanket statement that black people vote Democrat, but I do want to get your opinion on the 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 state of a dual the the duopoly that is America. Okay, I, do I, you feel that? I feel like every election there's this conversation of, well, we have to vote for this person so that person doesn't win. Okay. I'm going to go in on this because because this, this is honestly how I feel for right now. That's how I feel right now. That's how I feel mm-hmm. right now. If, if, and honestly, I'll even say Hassan Minaj actually has given a, a, a yeah, pretty I good, love that episode. A, yes, a pretty good uh, uh, way to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if, if nobody's watched all the episode, he's talking about... Uh, voting in order of of who you like so let's say you have three four options instead of just one or two you can for one two three four so the votes can go if that person doesn't get enough votes it's just allocated to a person a certain percentage gets kicked to whoever your second uh, your second right. uh, choice is right um which is rank in order i think is how they call it yeah rank in order yeah rank in order voting as as it stands now when you have a duopoly that is more powerful and present at 45 we're going to talk some free, right, entertainment shit i'm going to cut it off right there all right 40 in, 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 in five minutes we're going to go talk some entertainment we're going to talk some politics right now so i, 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 I got i gotta set rules Kate. you know we gotta start off with the knowledge and go i gotta set rules all right um, <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like right now um in this moment it's more present than ever that we need to do this because it's literally a threat to our uh, our whole dem- democratic republic experiment that is America that we get this man out of office because at every level it has been our our balances and checks have failed us the the very the the, the nuclear option which is impeachment was sabotaged and we like oh because that, that is the that, that is the that is like the founders gave us a nuclear option <laughs> and, and the Republican party sabotaged it because they're so blindly. But, but, no, but, but what's crazy is they're blindly lo- loyal to some, they're not even blindly loyal. They're just loyal to somebody for the sake of being loyal, which is not how the founding father fathers set it up to be. And matter of fact, they didn't want this to be a two party system in the first exactly. place. This is exactly what they did so, not want. So <laughs> literally, what they did not want. So the nuclear option didn't work. The Republican Party is like kissing Trump's ass because they, because they, because they can't stand not to, not to lose, and they can't stand mm-hmm. not to uh, have the power to say no. And that's what they're holding on to: the power of saying no, the power of yep. holding on to tradition. Meanwhile, America needs to move forward so we can be, so we can be the shining city on a hill. We need to be able to have the technology. We need to be able to have the healthcare system because we're getting like, we're getting beat out by third world countries for how we're responding to this, this virus, bro. Bruh. Like if, 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 if Brazil wasn't so trash, (laughs) we would be looking like, 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 let's put it this way. Once the Caribbean countries said, Oh, we we can have this shit. 
They locked down the island. Only two. They people. shut that shit down as soon and, as possible. And they kicked every last white person that wasn't Jamaican, Haitian. <laughs> Yo, you got it. Oh, go. no, no. You going back to Europe? You going back you to America? Go. You got to get up out of here. We ain't having none of this. They they locked the ports down. They locked the airports down. They booted everybody off the island who wasn't supposed to be there. And it, and, mm-hmm. and and in, I'll be real with you. In Saint, my family from my dad's side of the family from Saint Kitts. They only had two deaths. And they locked it down. They had people going to... The island's only 60,000 people, but guess what? They, had, they organized it. People with certain last names go shopping on Monday. People with certain last names go shopping on Wednesday. They organized it, and people... Life continued. They could, they could still go I to the beach. That. You know what I mean? And the, and the best thing about it is the island is self-sufficient. You know what I mean? We can still... Maybe the, maybe the hotels ain't making no money. Guess what? It's all right. It's all right. Because everybody can still find a way to live. So And everybody's still alive. <laughs> that's exactly. The, that's the so, most important part of it all. Meanwhile, I'm living in Florida, the epicenter of all the bullshit. And my my governor over here like, oh, no. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We good. We good. It's okay. You know that meme with the dog in the hat that's in the fire? Oh, yeah. And that, he like- that is DeSantis. <laughs> that is DeSantis <laughs> to a T. And right now, he's making no sense. All right. So- that's enough. I'm get. I'm tired of talking politics because you about to get me started on some other bullshit. And when we when we do on your, we we'll do it live when me me you can talk more about it. Okay, how about that? Y'all are in the middle of a shit show. Yeah, we are. And it's always Florida man, Florida woman, and right now it's Florida governor. Fuck that nigga. Sorry. Oh my god. And and, and uh, okay. Last thing before we get on the other stuff. They sabotage Andrew Gillum from ever having a political career ever again. They sabotage that man. They, you know, How so? So, you know, after he lost the election, he kind of retreated. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if he had a mental breakdown or whatever. He went to, he went to somebody's uh, wedding whatever. And he got... I don't know how you get this drunk or this high. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he, get, he got caught up in... Um, he got caught up. He was too drunk whatever. He went to, went to somebody's room. And allegedly... They caught him in a, a the bedroom of a a, a a a like a gay stripper. He's married. He's he's married, and he's a, a they got pictures of him naked. They got pictures of him naked on the floor oh, in his own vomit oh. in the room of a gay dance gay strip dancer. So he can't run for he can't run for shit no more. And you, how did he? I don't know. And, he, and what's funny is he was the mayor of Tallahassee. Like I don't like I, think, I don't I, imagine I, myself ever I, getting that drunk. Yeah, I think he was drugged and positioned in that situation, <laughs> and took pictures. He got pictures of the man's penis out, butt ass naked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Homie, his career, his career is. <laughs> Benito. He can't he can't run for city council. He can't run for comptroller. He can't run for shit. Yeah. It like like you see white people, they they, they, they say the N-word, they call somebody such and such, they get a career right back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Like even they could like there's rumors of people having sex with gay gay men. Oh, that never happened. Get right back in the political office. They like, yo, Nick, you done, nigga. Oh no! And, and think, but this man—I've known Andrew Gillen since I was like in in high school. Like he used to be a city councilman. He used to come to my mom's my mom's uh, classroom when she was still teaching. 
Say have mm-hmm. conversations with my mom. Go. He was. He went to FAMU. He went. To, so he, he. There's people who know. Know. Know Andrew Gillum. And like, yo, that's mm-hmm. not. That's not Andrew. We don't. We don't know that Andrew. We don't know that. But they. They got him. They set him up. I think they set him up, and that's what happened. So. They Damn. Know, so we. Our our best option to not be in this shit is is compromise. Yeah. So Ron DeSantis is mayor. Is governor. And it's trash. So let, let's my talk. condolences to Andy G. You know you you. That, you know, but think, think about it. The man went went on for governor. Went on the uh, what uh, one hundred five power one hundred five one Breakfast Club show was building a national um platform. A national platform. He could have been vice president right now for, for Joe Biden, but guess what? He got his ass. I mean. So I'm sick of Joe Biden ass too, but I'm a vote but, for him. But but listen, that, that's back to the yeah, point. Let's, let's go <laughs> something else. All right, all right. So we are, we just got to last a little bit because because we talked all this bullshit, Cam. So now we we all got a little bit of time for the real shit. All right. Hey man, keep in mind it's facts podcast is not a political podcast. We just have high, heavy nah. we just have heavy opinions about some political shit. How about that? We got a lot of opinions about a lot of shit. <laughs> Shout out to my boo, Megan Thee Stallion. I love you, girl. I hope you recover and I hope you all right. Shout out to my other boo, Tamar. You love, girl. I hope you... Uh, Man, look, hold up. Hold up, Cam, Cam. First off, you can't be showing the love and leaving me out here like I don't love love them at all. Oh, Shout out, boo. I love you, mama. You know, I'm just over here like, <laughs> damn, this ain't all the love. I can't get no love off to them, but come on, You man. know I love Meg Thee Stallion. You know that's my boo. Why you love Meg Thee Stallion? Oh man, I was just having this conversation with my girl today. Is like, it is it the ass? Is it the twerking? No, it's not even. It's not even physical. It's not even physical. It's, it's the attitude. It's not even. She's cute. She's like it's. You know, it's my top at this moment. I love her. I love uh, Summer Walker. I love Ari Lennox. I love Janae Iko. And the reason I love those four women is because of the content and the context of their um, music. Okay, it's like. Let me tell you, when somebody says, you want to make me go to my car, pop the trunk, wave my gun up in your face, I wouldn't shoot you. <clears throat> but you, 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 you fucking up. I like that. Do you know why? Because that's some real shit. When somebody <laughs> until, says. Until Tori popped it off in the foot. <laughs> listen. Let me, let, me, let me calm down. When she says. I just got a new apartment. I feel that in my spirit. That shit came out <laughs> when I got my new apartment. I felt that. <laughs> Nobody can tell me shit. Yes. <laughs> I got my apartment, bitch. Nobody can tell me shit. I feel that. When Janae Aiko said, um, I was just listening to her whole uh, discography today. Oh, when she said, I hope he don't think that I think that he's some kind of hope. Bitch, yes. Yes. I'm loving, I'm loving you breaking down their lyrics. I know. I'm loving this lyric breakdown. I love this lyric breakdown so bad. He knows what he wants. And, and yes. Like, come on. <laughs> like, Megan. Oh, girl. What do I even start? Give me the lyric breakdown. Give me lyric, one more lyric breakdown. We'll make this down. Oh, let me see. Let me let me get one from Megan. Let me this, let me. This lyric, oh, this lyric. Hot, it's the wine. Shit. <laughs> Take another swig, real quick. Yeah, yeah I shouldn't have drank that big ass glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here sweating 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, when she said I'm a savage, mm-hmm. and then Beyonce hopped on that shit. <laughs> if you don't just put pants on, you don't know my pain, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> Oh my God, Cam! I, Let me tell you something. Look, I'm gonna bring you on the podcast just for lyric breakdowns. I swear to God. You listen. These lyric breakdowns. She's you, a poet, I'm y'all. She's a poet, y'all. This is a, this is the best lyric breakdown I ever had in my life. Oh my God! I'm trying to tell you, like, I was listening to you know Summer Walker just released yeah. a um an EP. I was a little disappointed because it was only five songs. But what do you expect? It's an EP, not a whole and, 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 and you know she's a very <laughs> she's a very not so it, she's not out there person she's a very insular person so you got what she I give know. you gotta take what she give you you know what i mean here you go it's true and so i think what really the song that i feel resonated with me the most was white tea i haven't heard ever i'll be real true, i haven't heard the whole album yet whole oh see i'm gonna fuck you up it ain't but five songs it's, 15, look, it's a 15 minute look, damn ep look, damn it just <laughs> give me the lyric breakdown damn it i'm here i'm here for it right now so there's this one line. I haven't memorized the album yet, obviously. But there's this. It's coming, y'all. She's going to memorize it eventually. It's only 15 tracks. It, oh, it's on my to-do list. Let me tell you something. I know the words to all of the albums I listen to. Oh, my God. Oh, go ahead. But there's this one song called White Tea, and I think it features um, No One. I think that's the person. I'll, I'll look it up. His name. I'll look it up for you. Keep talking. And, um. The premise of the song is like, he's like, don't, you know, treat me like a white tea. Don't do me dirty. And then when her verse comes along, she said, I'm going to treat you like a white tea. It's, it's no dirty. one. It's no one. Yeah. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's be real. I appreciate you. As, mu- as, as, as much women be talking all that bullshit about how niggas be doing them dirty, women be doing niggas dirty all the time. We do. I, it's a, you know, as, I, look, as you I, grow I, older, you realize like... Some women are just trash. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I'll be real with you real quick. The funny thing is, I want, we need that real, real level conversation. Oh, I see you on the internet. Niggas ain't shit. Bitch, niggas ain't shit. And look, one man say, one guy said women ain't, women trash. Women just jump, swallowed up on him in the comments. Like, I'll be, I'll be see, real with you. I'm, I'm one of the, okay, so. But, you, but you've always been the one to keep it real. You kept it real all the time. I've never. I, I think I've always kept it real. I, I personally, I feel like niggas ain't shit. That's just, that's just me personally. And, and on a real ass level, only about. Carl's, Carl is shit. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. Like, don't even get it twisted. My nigga's a great guy. You fuck with him. It's, it's, it's on site, nigga. Oh, oh. It's on site. Oh, oh, don't, don't let the smooth taste fool you. Okay. <laughs> oh, the camera's over. Don't let the, <laughs> my microphone over here. <laughs> so, yo, I'm. Don't let the smooth taste fool you, okay? Because I will fuck a nigga up, okay. all right? Just so we're clear, okay? okay. But right. you, um, Robert, definitely. Christian, definitely. You know what I mean? Shout uh, out to y'all. If she's Travis, mentioning your name. Y'all are, y'all are the five guys that I definitely can say that probably I've I have not seen any fuckboy tendencies in y'all. I'll be real with you. I, I, I've, I've caught myself in some. But for the most part, what I've done is I've reflected on it. And I've like tried to expel it out my system as quick as possible. If not, 
If not, you know, I live in it. I'm like, I be real with you. Like, look, I'm not. I try to be as real as That's possible. That's some grown ass shit. That is some grown ass if, shit. If I'm like, yeah, look, I'm not. If I'm not. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, not every man has that ability. Not every person. I'll be. Not everybody has the ability to look inside themselves and expo and be real with it. I, there's people who 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 live in that falseness and be like. And be just so fault fake with it, but then when some when when some ain't when when people need them to be real with it and be honest with it, can't bring up the courage to say yo mm -hmm. I fucked. Up. I remember one time, um, might be sounding too much. I blacked out for the I blacked out. We got blackout drunk. It was my birthday, whatever. I went into my my girlfriend at the time's house, and blackout drunk. We had sex. I woke up in the morning. I was scared for what fuck happened. Like what the fuck happened last night? Lord have mercy. But I, I, I was so I was so scared of myself in the moment, like after that, because because I, I remember like when you drunk, you black out, you can like see like little bits of it. Whatever. No, I like I literally was in that situation, and I completely fucking understand. And Except, it, I I appreciate that honesty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not a lot of dudes are like, oh, I I got blackout drunk, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, but but the most important thing is I what happened was after that I was like, okay, something happened. I left that morning from my, that girl, the girlfriend's house at that time. And I came back like I like took like three, four days. I didn't text her for like three, four. Days. I ghosted her for a couple of days because I'm like, what? The, I was like, oh no, but Carl, no, but, no. But, no but, but listen, but listen, I had to do some. I had to like figure out what the fuck happened. I had to be right with myself. You know what I mean, sometimes you gotta take a take a step back and like be okay. Why you just ask her, huh? Why you just ask her? No, but I did have that conversation with her. But I can't like after a couple of days. I was like, oh, I text. Oh, she's like, yo, what's up, my like, y'all? I need a couple days. I texted that, but I just, like, mm, I was like, okay, okay. I, just, I just did not communicate for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? And I came back, like, mm -hmm. oh, this is what happened. And I felt so sorry. She's like, oh no, it was fine. We just fucked. Oh, okay, we good. <laughs> I do like that's literally. I think I think it's it's really important that people take away the fact that one, you handled your that situation a lot differently from a lot of other guys right so first of all you were like damn i feel like i fucked up i'm not sure that i fucked up i'm just gonna need some time to figure shit out and then once you figured shit out you had the conversation that's not how it goes <laughs> typically okay um and that's that's totally fine there's been times where i've been like i remember one time it was and i know chris is probably like oh god here we go with this story again it was me travis chris uh, Christopher and Karima. Oh Lord Jesus! This story. It was at a time when we just used to get just drunk for no reason. Just, just drunk, just drunk. Was this at love? No reason. No, this is a, no, this, this is after is, this after love, man. Because I don't know. After love. Because I don't this know. Tra I, came, I know niggas' this, names, but I don't know Travis. That's that's one name. I know it's not love. This is when this is when I uh came back from New York the first time. Okay, okay. This is like this is like. Two, three years. 2013, yeah. 2014. Yeah. No, it was definitely 2000. Yeah, it was 2013. Yeah. And so um, it was wild as shit. I remember it was someone's birthday. <laughs> I think it was Christopher's birthday. Black, blackout and nights as well, man. When I tell you, I, I really just don't know what the fuck happened. I just don't know. I know I was at work. They were like, we going to the, um, not sign of the whale. Oh, wait, was it sign of the whale? Yeah, sign of the whale. No, we didn't get no advertising and, dollars. Fuck them. Anyway. 
they probably close. I don't know. <laughs> they close every. They they literally close every every other year. Okay. Um, went to sign the well. My my bartender guy was there. He let us get it. Uh, Chris got us free drinks. Like it was just it was just we were taking shots. Oh, it was ha- it was happy hour. That's what it was. So the bartender, the last time we went there, he was like, "Oh, take these and y'all can come back free." And y'all, you know, get the free happy hour. Yeah. We was like, ah, okay. And so we came back and was like, oh, you got 15 minutes of happy hour. And I was like, all right, let's uh, bartender, it. let's get as many shots as we can before uh, throwing them, throwing before them things time. back. Me and Christian just gloop, 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 and I remember Karima coming at some point, and then Travis coming in. And then I remember they was like, all right, time to close. And I remember handing the bartender, I was like, somebody lost their purse. And so I remember Karima being like, I can't find my purse. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Somebody else lost their purse. It was a drunk fool. <laughs> it was her purse. <laughs> drunk fool, Cam. It was her purse. I didn't, listen, I was fucked up. All right. You know, I I never weighed that much, and so you didn't. I've been with you back in life. You weren't even that big of a drinker back then. I was not. I at Lafayette, I didn't really. I I don't think I. No, I, I, I didn't even really drink. I didn't drink at Lafayette. I don't, I don't think you really did. I think I caught you like I maybe one or two you. times, maybe having a drink because you never, you yeah. never, you never went to the. Uh, besides going to uh, campus. You didn't drink any beer, so I know that was that. That was out the option. Oh, I still don't drink beer. That shit's disgusting. You never went. I, can't. I never. I can't remember <laughs> you ever coming to Milo's. You were never at Milo's. I think I went to Drinkies once. Drinkies is the, Drinkies the one. Was, Drinkies is the one down the hill, right? In the circle. It's, that's one. That, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Brian got fucked up with Amber. That was a whole adventure. I only went there once. That was enough for me. Um. <laughs> I went to Milo's. I went there. I think twice. Yeah. I think I went there twice. Yeah, and the, the first, the second time was graduation. Yeah, I can't remember you being a drinker. So you drinking? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't drink that much. You was going. You was going at it that night, but I was, you know, and I, the reason I was drinking so much when I went back home was because I was going through a horrible ass breakup. Mm. Like he was like, "Yeah, you're poor now." So. <laughs> What? That's what, was that the reason? Pretty much, pretty much. So, like, you know, that, I always that, that's, that's what that nigga said. No, you poor now. I had, basically, I mean, that's the general sentiment of it. But it was basically, I had my own apartment when I didn't have my own. I was, I was renting a room there. I was making um, two thousand twenty five hundred a month. My rent was only four fifty a month, and so I was able to. You weren't broke. You was listen. I was in a Bronx. For, for New York, that's not broke. <laughs> That's making it. I was living my best life. Like <laughs> I was living it up. <laughs> and then I, one of my jobs, um, they were like, "Oh, you're teaching the wrong age group." And the grant that we're paying you from, we we can't do that no more. So you, we're gonna have to lay you off. And then the other job that I was working for, she was like, "Oh, we don't have that much um, work for you. The kids haven't been writing." And blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh fuck." And so. Oh God! And then the person that I was living with, we had roaches. Oh no! Like that. Like all of a sudden, like I thought that everybody was cleaning the apartment, but it was just me and the the, the black guy. And so the other girl, 
Was she? Was she when not? Wanted, she, she, wanted, she, wanted, she wanted this. She was. Right? She was? No. She, she, was, she, was, she wasn't or was? She wasn't. She wasn't. So, yeah, she don't know how to get down. And so he moved out, and I'm like, what the fuck is all these pouches coming from? And then it just was, I, I knew that I had to leave when I was on the couch, and a, the drink scurried across. I was like, oh, oh fuck I got to shit. go. Fuck all this <laughs> shit. Fuck it all. Because you know I don't do I don't do roaches. I don't do insects. Not a nah, 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 nah. pet, mouse. I don't do none of those shit. None okay, of them. You need I don't do, like it. You need to do dogs. No. You cute, but no. <laughs> I'm hurt. Look, not even dogs. She don't mean that. I have, plant, I have plants that I don't want. She don't mean that. <laughs> I got. I, I do. I, don't, don't say that. I, I he, don't like he, taking he care can't, of other living he, things. He can't hear you, but I'm hearing you. I'm hurt for him, okay? I don't. I don't like take care of other living things. Like even my nephew, he can come for a few hours. Is he spending on? Absolutely, the fuck not. I like my peace and quiet. I like. I'm. I, this is my no. Thank you, Auntie. Love you. Go back home. All right. Mm-hmm. One day, my sister dropped them all for. Uh, she had a dentist appointment. I was like, girl. She was like, I'm on my way. All, all right. I was just checking to see where you were <laughs> because. This is too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I said all that to say, yeah. um, I definitely appreciate. I've seen you grow too, because you used to be knocking everybody down. You was, you know, you weren't out in the streets like that. But oh yeah, you was a hub. Oh my god, yeah. oh, baby, baby, it, it's not, it's not true. I'm a, That's the past, I was a though. saint. Past, I was though. a saint. He was a hoe. He a great guy, but he was a hoe. Damn, man. I was a hoe. Well, I don't know. I don't know if hoe was the word. I wasn't really having sex with that many people. I wanted to, though. All I know but, is uh, Carl had a lot. <laughs> Carl had a past. I wanted to have sex with quite a few people. But, I mean, I had my... I, and, and as a woman, I can also honestly say, I've had some toxic... I was the problem. And some of my encounters. I want to call them entanglements, but I don't uh, want to be you at, You're not Jada. Uh, I'm not going to let that pass. <laughs> Jada on some bullshit too with that. Entang- entang- <laughs> Jada, call it what it was. Relationship. We'll have to pull that shit out of like, come here, It man. was an entanglement. You heard the way Will said entanglement. 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 It was an entanglement. <laughs> it was like, nah. Call it, it's a real you got to call it what it is. Words, Words matter. matter. Well, yeah, I think honestly, yeah, my, I I was living my best life and um very 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 best life. Just, Do you uh, feel like since you did it at a young age, like does that does that affect like? Do you feel like now like been there done that? I'll be real with you, or especially especially now I'm in a relationship now. Like mm-hmm. I got to the point now where like I wasn't chasing it no more. Like it was. It was like mm. I didn't. The chase was boring for me. Like you know what I mean? It's mm. not 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 to, not to knock any of the girls I was I was entangled. Oh, sorry, any girls I was talking <laughs> to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so now you was entangled. No, okay. no, no. I, I I didn't finish the word, so I, I it, ain't, it ain't even me no more. Not <laughs> not to knock any of the women who I was in talking to at the moment, but mm-hmm. like it was to the point where after I been chasing Vanessa for so long after I wasn't dealing with Scarlett, you know what I mean? 
Love mm-hmm. you, ladies. Y'all, y'all are lovely ladies. I'm as a man. I apologize. I was a young boy back then, living a long, mm. long life. Um, after I've had my, my 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 time trying to have relationships, but then failing because I was so distracted with other. Mm. That girl right there, she bad to Like, girl, oh my god, oh my god, oh my, I want some of that. You know what I mean? And I spent my time sampling. Um, don't make no damn sense. But also at that young age, you you don't know what you want. You're trying to figure out what you want. Trying to figure out what a relationship is. Honestly, coming from a single parent home, I never seen nobody in a, a real good relationship. I had no example of it. You know what I mean? Also, right. you know, my, my dad out here living his life. You know what I mean? So it's what it was. So my whole thing is like, the main thing is like after you go and live your life, the, the thing that you see with Jada, you see with Will Smith, or you see what. See what any of the other celebrities or in the music you're hearing, it does affect you a little bit. Hi, Kiara. What up, Kiara? Um, but the most important thing is that when you have these conversations and you you go through that experience, is that you take away from you I, you move, move move on from it. So once mm-hmm. I got well, honestly, I can tell you like once I got to once I moved out of Tallahassee and I dated the last girl I dated was trying to have a relationship with me. She was. A, Really godly woman. She was trying. Uh, the last, I'll be with you. The last, the last two girls I dated. The last two girls. I feel I, like I know who you're talking about, but I feel like they just. I feel like I'm mixing them together. I'm, you don't, the you last don't, two girls. Not, not from, not from, not from Loft. I'm talking about from Tallahassee. No, the the last two girls that you was. Uh, from, when I was in Tallahassee. In a relationship with. In Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you told me about what. We'll talk about that off. Well, off well, air, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the last two girls I was I was dating in Tallahassee, they, they really wanted to be a relationship with me, but I just wasn't. They're like, "Oh, you have so much potential." And once I heard that, I'm like, "Why are you dating me for my potential?" Like, like, they feel a Virgo perchance. Huh? I I can't remember what they what they were. Mm-hmm. So yes, but once people start seeing potential in you and. I want you over here instead of what you are right now. It, it, it made no sense mm-hmm. for me. I was like, okay, now yeah. I really got to start finding people who really know who I, know who I am, know what I want, want to be with me. And then when we moved to Orlando, I think I, since I was brand new here, I could start fresh. I started really hammering down on like what I wanted in a long-term partner. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that's what really changed it. Where I was and then where I, where I was mentally kind of just kind of met at the right point. Because... When you're like, okay, I love Tallahassee, this is, where I'm, this is where I am, but then when you're not mentally prepared, plus it's a college town. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go to FAMU campus, it's 10 to 1 females to men. That don't make look, look at look, see, uh, see, I but, don't even know who thinks about that. And Florida State. Who thinks about that and, and Florida State has some <laughs> of the baddest women in the state coming to school here. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, ladies and gentlemen, if you see my dog just right here, lovely Leon making his appearance on the pod. Um but like, but but what I'm saying is, the the that's the environment you are at as far as a male. The the more options you have, the 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 more opportunity you have to be out there, going exploring your options, and because okay. especially and and because for women y'all are there's less men in those situations, it, mm-hmm. it's a it's a total resource lack. It's like a resource dump. For men, meanwhile, men, women are in a, a harder predicament because the resources are very slim. 
even yeah, in Lafayette, the where slim ten to one, Jesus, goddamn yeah. Christ. And, and, and at Lafayette, it was fifty-one forty-nine percent, so it was still a pretty good, almost fifty-fifty. But still, when you talk about the black population there, it was tiny. And then also the men, and then a lot. Let's be real. If you weren't playing sports, y'all was always hating on us, fam. The non-sport, the non-athletes is always hating on the athletes. Boy, what am I worried about y'all? <laughs> I'm being real with you. Like, the, 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 some of the guys in Posse didn't really I mean, kick yeah, play with I the dudes that were supports. So like, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was weird. it was weird. Like, we all, we all on this campus together. We barely, we barely even have each other. So We barely exist on this campus. Exactly. So. I mean, you get in where you fit in. If you wasn't fitting in like me, sorry about that. That's it's crazy. I feel like I don't know. I feel like me personally, I have done more growth as a. I've done more growth being single for a very small amount of time mm-hmm. than I did in all of the the serious relationships that I've had. I'd be and that that's a very good point. Sorry, because I think when I stopped trying to chase after stuff and I just accepted being single and just maybe dating in the singleness, it's a, it's an entirely different concept. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, it is. Yeah, if I'm willing, if I'm single, like oh, impress me as opposed to I need her, I need a gun. Instead of doing that, then it, like when you date in the singleness, that's where you get where you're talking about. That you're able to like, okay, yeah. I can focus on me. I focus on I can focus on what I need and who who can fit those needs. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Sorry. And you know what's crazy? I wasn't even trying to get, be in no relationship. I literally just wanted ass. I wanted the cheek. I wanted vagina. I I put a thumb up in the wrong part. And I, look I, at, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I do. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Like, me and my partner both we were both on Tinder. Yeah. I was like, you met, wait, wait, wait. You met her on and Tinder so, too? I met her on Tinder. My baby from Tinder too? What's up, Ken? High five. High five. <laughs> Tinder base. Tinderoni. Let's just, go. I, I literally was like, okay, I want to find someone that I don't. Because ZC is so fucking small, bro. It's so fucking small. And so I was like, all right, let me boom. Let me go on Tinder. And swipe right on everything. What is it? Right? Swipe right on everything. She swiped right. Um, she was in her master's program for her uh, medical stuff. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and so she was like, you know, oh, I, I'm studying right now, but, you know, we'll we'll link up afterward. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And so we link up. And this literally the most wild shit that I ever experienced. Not even, not just sexually, but just like on a whole date. Like it was yeah. just wild. Like I went to her house, boom. We went out to eat. No, I think we went to the to uh, the sex store. <laughs> see the to- sex toy store. See, look, we wait, wait, Cam, eat. that's the difference. Because if I take a girl to the sex toy store on the first date, I, hey man, they're gonna hey, look at him like, bitch, you, you are, nigga, you are crazy. But we all we were. It was, we literally just wanted to have sex. So that's what, oh, okay. you know, that we made that, we established that up front. Okay. All right. And so we go on a date. <laughs> I just know. We go man. to get hibachi. <laughs> we go to get hibachi. 
why I see my ex's sister as the damn bartender. And Ooh. she was like, oh, she's like, she's like family. And I'm like, oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Who said who's like family? The bartender sent it to who? You? Oh, man, that's crazy. I was like, I was, just I was like, playing so do you want to poison your drink? <laughs> put some cyanide so in your just, shit. Girl, you want me like, to poison her right now? She right here. She right here. I'm looking at her right now in the back, in the back of the curtain to the side. Probably, probably. Like, I don't even, I don't even want to think about it, to be honest. But, like, fast forward two years and some change, and here we are. Yeah. Happy as a motherfucker. Uh, we got nine plant babies. I don't know why, because I definitely said I didn't want none. Look, but eventually, you're gonna get a, a fur baby too. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. I'm not. I'm really the fuck not. You, like that's why. That's a look, hard look, no. You got a, you got a fur nephew right here. You know what I mean? No, you, you, no. You're not accepting your fur nephew. Her sister has a dog that I had to watch when so, they went out of town, and I was like, <laughs> the fuck no, not really again. Fur nephew. Mm. I said. Come on. Thank you. You're so cute. Look at you. Mm. <laughs> Unless you sleep. Come on. <laughs> He's like, let me down. I'm asleep. But Cam, this has been a great conversation. Oh, for sure. Um, we need to actually have another podcast where we actually talk about what we're supposed to damn talk about. But I know. I told you I done drunk that wine and I'm hot and I'm sweating. <laughs> this has been a great podcast. This is good. This is look, that's you. You see this wine glass. <laughs> Everybody, it's been It's Facts Podcast with your boy DJ Spotted, my homegirl, Kamisha Jure Hodge. You know what I'm saying? Tell them where they can get your, your, your info, Cam, where they can get in touch with your business, what you do with your business, so we can properly plug that, please. Oh, you know, I'll be in the creases. Um, my Instagram page is private, so don't try to find me on there. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I also don't, I'm also going through my Facebook friends list and People. People, so you're probably not going to find me on there either um however um if you are an author a writer illustrator graphic designer if you are in some capacity relevant to the publishing industry come through you know i'm always looking for people to add to my team or um you can definitely find my brand which is sovereign noir publications where we celebrate honor and support black women writers oh hey auntie um <laughs> hey auntie worldwide <laughs> Not um, in the kill i also right? am working with uh another brand named Soch, where it is social media management for entrepreneurs small businesses as well as individuals very affordable prices very high quality work uh you can find them on instagram i think it's s-o-s-h dot media um and I'm the vice president of an incorporation by the name of Girls Empire Inc. Okay. okay so out. go ahead and uh, find them on uh, Instagram. Uh, I believe it is Girls Empire. Find them on uh, Facebook, Girls Empire. You can even join our group if you uh, ask call for my information. Uh, you, my uh, Facebook about, information. Not uh, my phone number. Don't ask for my phone number. I ain't, ain't going to put it out there. But send me, whatever, <laughs> send me whatever links you want me to put up. I'll put those up with the... Uh, with the live stream uh, that I put up on uh, on YouTube, by the way. So, Cam, Miss Cam, if you're nasty, if and you go finally, back to our, go back to our. Finally, uh, one more thing. One plan. more thing. Donate to my homeboy. Okay, donate to the podcast at 
fly at night, not uh, N-I-G-H-T, but uh, K-N-I-T-E. All right. Thanks. Go ahead. He deserves it. Thank you so Support much. Black business. Support. <laughs> we, need each, we need everybody. We need each other. I want to make sure I say this. Me and Kim go so far, far back. We actually had a college radio show together. We on, did on WJRH one hundred four point nine. This is why this this is why this podcast has been so silly. This is the first time we've ever been on a on a on a mic together in a very long time. And, it's been so long. Wow. And this, and this has been this is exactly what it used to be in the studio. Like it is. It is exactly what we used to do. Except you were, you were DJing then. Yeah, you were DJing too. I still DJ, but I just don't DJ on the show. I'm saying you were, you were on the show this time. Yeah, yeah but. Okay. People used to actually call in. It was a, it was lit. It was lit as fuck. Yeah, we said oh, we had sorry. we had people from jail calling in. Like, yo, I'm, I'm locked in so and so and so. You, you jamming that all day. I'm like, yo, we get people calling from jail. What's up? <laughs> so, so like, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I was like, you wasting your 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 your, your what do you call it? Your minutes. <laughs> you wasting your J pay on us. I right. <laughs> okay. Um. But I want to say thank you so much, Cam. You've been a so, such a big part of my journey as a friend oh, bless you. and as somebody who, like, you know, like I said, I very, have very few friends from school that I can really call, like, really close friends, and you're definitely one of them. You're definitely going to be you going to be coming to the wedding if I get married. When I get married, if I get married, you're going to come to the wedding. You know what I'm saying? But um, definitely I want to make sure you know that you played a very big role in my life. When I didn't, when I was down and out, I didn't know I've had anybody in my corner. You was there from in my corner, so... I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to have you back Bless on the pod myself. when you're not drinking no damn wine and getting hot and bothered. And no shit. more wine. Uh, no more wine. At least, it, it, and I'm going to wear pants next time. <laughs> 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 or at the very least, some drugs. <laughs> All right. Yo, it's been another episode of It's Facts Podcast with your boy DJ Spider. Of course, it's with Miss Cam. If you're nasty, we holler at you later. All right. Let's be out. <laughs>